Hello, my lovely, and welcome to the ADHD Entrepreneur. My name is Carrie, and I'm your host and the chief weirdo of Carrie Out Loud. I'm so glad that you found the podcast. And as a woman with ADHD who mentors women with ADHD, I am here to help you harness the traits you contend with and show you how to work with them and not against them. So that way your business will grow and thrive with a lot less stress and overwhelm and you can have a lot more fun. So if that's your jam, you're in the right place. Let's get started. See you on the inside. Hello, my lovely, and welcome back to another episode of the ADHD Entrepreneur. It's Carrie, <laughs> your, your favorite host and business mentor. And today, first of all, welcome to anyone who's listening for the first time. I'm glad you found me. And if you're returning, thank you for returning, as always. Um, and if you love anything about this episode or any of the other episodes, please feel free to leave a five-star rating and a comment. Um, it helps me get to more awesome women like you who maybe have a late AGHD diagnosis or women in business, all of those um, those women that we're trying to reach and let them know that they're not alone. <laughs> so um, with that said, the discussion I wanted, the topic I'm bringing in today to talk with you about is something that I talked about in a couple of places, but I, those places only live for like 24 hours, like Instagram story. So I wanted to actually do a podcast episode on this because I'm seeing it a lot and it's, um, something that shows, I think it's almost habitual. I'm, I'm not quite exactly sure, but I will bring this to you and I would love to hear your thoughts, your opinions on this. Um, but what I'm seeing lately in stories on Instagram, like especially noticed it over this last week or two, is women coming on to their stories. And before they start talking or sharing or discussing what they want to, or, you know, coming to you with what they want to tell you, they do this one thing that I think if we removed it, and more of us removed it, it would become less okay. And I think we need that to happen. And here's what I've been seeing. Women will press record. But before they, you do, you'll see what you look like on the screen. And you pick out the things about yourself that are not quite, finger quote, in place, right? And those will be the first things out of your mouth. So the first thing out of your mouth is you insulting yourself for how you look in that moment. So say your hair isn't done because you just finished the gym and you have two kids running around and you come on to your Instagram and you say the first two words, which are, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What are you sorry? You're not sorry. What are you sorry about? You didn't do anything wrong. So that was number one is people start with women start with, I'm sorry. And then the next thing that comes out of their mouth is, I'm sorry that my hair is kind of a mess and I'm not wearing any makeup right now. Um, and I have this zit right here. And uh, but I wanted I wanted to hop on and tell you to do that. How often do you see this? I've been seeing it like every other story right now. 
And so I wanted to call it out, not as a way of shaming, but more of a mirror. I want to hold up a mirror because a couple of things are happening here. Number one, you're looking at yourself and picking out negative things about you. And then you are saying them aloud. And you can hear you talking. Let's say you go live, like you go into your stories most days of the week. But let's say four or five of them, you start with something like that. Your brain is holding on to that information and looking at negative things about you. And we are so used to doing this. We are so used to, especially as ADHDers, pointing out what's wrong with us first so you don't point it out. Does that sound familiar? I'm guessing to most women in general, that sounds familiar, right? So that's the number one thing you're doing by doing that, is you are talking negatively about yourself out loud where you can hear it. Number two, you're saying that out loud and other women are watching you and going, oh, she's putting herself down. I put myself down. I guess it's okay. It's not that I don't want you to be authentic. It's not that I don't want you to be who you are, but is who you are apologizing for your how you look every day? Do you walk around in your day-to-day life going, oh, I'm sorry about my hair, but I just wanted to ask you a question? I don't think we do that in our day-to-day life. Or nowhere near as much as I've been seeing it. And so what if... As a collective of women who are listening here, we don't do that anymore. What would happen if you just started talking to the camera like you had picked up the phone to call your best friend? And you really started leaning in to talking that way. The people who know you the best the people you laugh with, the people you're most fun with, the people who you get on FaceTime with and you don't go, oh, I'm so sorry about my hair. No, you wouldn't do that. You just jump right into the conversation. Most people, if you don't, then you don't. I understand that. But I'm speaking to women who are putting themselves down on purpose when you can just start talking about what it is you have to share. Because frankly, anyone watching, they're following you because you're you. They like you exactly as you are. Or they wouldn't be following you. They would have unfollowed you. But you know those women that are out there that are watching you all the time. All the time. So you're not only reinforcing for yourself that it's okay to put yourself down on camera, you are reinforcing that it's okay for other women to do that on camera as well. And so everyone seems to be doing it. So I have a couple of things that I want to point out with this, this like phenomena. First of all, the more you do it, the more of a habit it becomes. We're going to talk a little science here. Neuroplasticity, that's where your brain creates different ridges or ways of thinking. They're called neural pathways. Think of it like roads, right? 
you're you, you have one road and you drive on that road so much and that road is worn and it's definitely grooved in there and then you have a road that nobody drives on right it's about training yourself to get off of the road that you always travel this is about changing a habit because going on there onto stories and saying that all the time that's a habit that's just something that i feel we've become used to and accustomed to instead of just being there in all of our glory right so the more that you stop yourself from doing that and start a conversation just like you normally would start a conversation with anyone, the less the groove is going to be in the other way that you come out in line, the way that you put yourself down. If you just jump right into it and pass that by and you do it enough times on repeat, you're going to create a new pathway. At first, the first time you do it, it may seem really weird because you're so used to pointing out all the stuff you think other people are looking at you and thinking. Most of the time, they're not. But then you've pointed it out. So now maybe they see it. But after that, they just want to hear what you have to say. Just want to hear what you have to say. So by creating that roadblock of... I was doing this, I'm going to, for this next time, I'm not going to do it. Okay, this next time, I'm not going to do it. And each time, make the choice to not say something negative about yourself first and put that spotlight on you of negativity. It may be scary. I get it. It's comfortable. It's what you're used to doing. But if you start going the other way, and you do it enough times, eventually your brain's going to catch on. And this is rooted again in science, neuroplasticity, where your brain can change over time, including the actual brain matter itself. We've learned that from stroke patients. A part of their brain dies. Their brain has to try to go around it to try to learn how to do certain things again that were in that little area, right? So I think that's really where they started realizing that, you know, they say our brains aren't fully formed till we're 25. No, our brains aren't fully formed pretty much ever. They're always changing. That's what the science is showing now. Do your research. Check it out. I'm not, you know, throwing at you anything that's not out there available in major medical publications. I don't just go off of, you know, articles. Actually, like, look <laughs> and see what's real science, right? I'm going to give you an example. There was a video that I saw that I absolutely loved, and it was a man who could ride a bike, right? He's been riding his bike the same way his whole life. You turn the handlebars right, the bike goes right. Well, he had some engineer friends, and they created another bike, but when you turn the bike right, it goes left. When you turn the bike left, it goes right. This was completely the opposite of anything he had known his whole life, and so for eight months, eight months, day in and day out, he practiced on that bike, eight months, until he finally could ride it proficiently. The funny thing is when he went to get back on a regular bike, it took him 20 minutes 
to adjust. That groove is so deep in his head that it took him, you know, 20 minutes to get back to it. But this brand new thing that he was trying to do took eight months to get really a deep groove in his brain to where he could ride it proficiently. The funny thing is he gave the bike to his kid and he could ride it in two weeks, but it still took the kid two weeks to learn it after learning how to ride a regular bike. So we can go against the grain and learn new things, but we we have to take them one thing at a time. And so for this to change that way of thinking in your mind, if you think about it, this will spread to other areas of your life. What if you committed to not saying negative things about yourself out loud? Because thoughts are thoughts and feelings are not facts, right? Thoughts are thoughts. We don't have to give them weight, but we do. We do. But verbalizing it and putting it out into the world, that's a whole other, you know, ball of wax. And I'm going to share with you a couple of examples of people who really just kind of show up as is and have done very, very well for themselves because they just literally show up as they are. One is a public speaker, for crying out loud, who has rampant anxiety and was diagnosed with ADHD at 47. I don't know if you know her. Her name is Mel Robbins. She is an inspirational speaker And she talks constantly about anxiety and now ADHD. Does she, when she's recording her videos for whoever runs her page, or maybe if she posts her own stuff from time to time, she doesn't start off by saying, I'm, my hair is a mess or my makeup isn't on or whatever. But I will tell you, a lot of the times she won't be wearing makeup or her hair is, you know, just thrown up. And, and, and I'm not trying to point out aesthetics. I'm trying to point, make a point here. She is not perfectly put together. She has a, millions of followers and she has a very high ticket price for her speaking gigs. She does a lot of public speaking and helping women in that moment, in the moments that they're having the hardest time. Do you think those women are looking at her hair or her makeup? No, they're looking at the fact that this woman is incredible, has a lot of knowledge, and can help help them. She doesn't point out her flaws. She talks about what she struggles with, but she doesn't come on camera and talk about her aesthetics. The second one is my probably my favorite Instagram person on the planet. I jokingly call her my life coach because I love her so much. Her name is Elise Myers. She has ADHD and several other things that she contends with. She had a kid. She's got another one on the way. She has a really amazing husband. She has a walking standing desk, all of these things. How did she become popular? She created a video about a time when she bought a date, 100 tacos. She also, again, not to point out her flaws, but to make a point, her hair is always pretty much a mess. It's sticking out because she has very curly hair. So like strands are sticking out everywhere. She hardly ever wears makeup. Actually, I don't think she does at all. And she became 
beloved because she was just authentically what I like to call audaciously herself without pointing out here are the things wrong with me. She'll talk about things she struggles with, but she won't be like, oh, my hair is this and my makeup is that. And now here I'm going to tell you what I want to tell you. It takes away from what you're saying to other people. It takes away from the what you want to share. And we're so used to pointing out our flaws to ourselves that it is literally coming out of our mouths now. That's like, to me, that's heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking. I will come on my stories, hair in a bun, fresh out of the gym, I hardly ever wear makeup, and say what I need to say. Am I thinking, oh my gosh, this, oh my God, sure, of course. Again, I'm human. But I am not there talking bad about myself out of the gate immediately. And so one of my best coaches that I had when I was talking about my personality and and coaching and what that would look like in my first time with her, she said these magic words, don't fuck with it. Be who you are. Don't fuck with it. <laughs> that's what she said. I have a note written up there and at least Meyer's name's underneath it because that was a really powerful moment in coaching for me. This was before I had my ADHD diagnosis when I was struggling so badly with certain things, but I won't go online and talk about what's wrong with me and point it out first, which is what we want to do so we don't get made fun of or we don't look awkward or, you know, we want to acknowledge that we know we look like shit. But why? Do you walk up to your friends when you're talking to them and say, oh, hey, hi, how are you guys doing? I know my hair looks fucked up and I'm not wearing any makeup today, but I really wanted to tell you something. Most of us don't talk to our friends that way. We just start talking. So underneath everything I'm talking about right now is my number one tip to starting to have more confidence when you show up online. When you take that piece out, not piece out, but when you take that part out, that part of the beginning where you say those things about yourself and you just start speaking, you're going to be hearing that less out of your own mouth, that's going to make you feel more comfortable over time. And then you're going to become more confident over time. Because you aren't verbally putting yourself down. However many days a week, you start your stories with that. And I know for a fact, so many do, because I've been watching and I've been seeing it become more popular. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. So I was thinking, what could I offer you as a reason to stop doing it? And it's a way to start feeling more confident and comfortable when you show up. And showing other women that it isn't okay to put themselves down out of the gate. That you just go. You just tell them what you want to say about your product or your services or 
whatever it is you're going on vacation, whatever it is you're sharing, you're not starting out with just an insult to yourself. And other women are seeing that and they're seeing you looking more comfortable and confident and that may help them do the same. Because showing up and talking meanly about yourself and somebody else being like, oh, well, she does it, so I guess it's okay for me to do it too. That's the flip side of the coin. I'm not saying you're going to sound perfect. I'm not saying everything's going to go great. I'm not going to say you're going to feel confident every minute of the day. But I will tell you, if you lean into this neuroplasticity piece where you've been saying this over and over and over again, and you start doing something different and creating a roadblock, you're going to stop hearing in your head as much negative talk as you do because you're not putting it out of your mouth. The universe can hear you. So can you. So my, my ask is that you try it. That you try it. Just get into the meat of it, baby. Your people who are following you are there for you because they like you as you are. What if you started behaving that way? How much more confidence would you have? I'll tell you from experience. A lot more confident. And that will help the women around you because they'll see you in your power and they'll be like, oof, I want to be in my power too. <laughs> it's a ripple effect. I said this and I'll say it to end this is that even if you are not an influencer of some sort, right? Like who I was talking about, Mel Robbins. Elise Myers, you are of influence to those who are there. You are of influence to them. And especially if you are selling a service or a product or whatever it is, working on being a little more comfortable in your skin, even 15%. Like I'm not talking about you have to like make a major change overnight. That's not realistic. But just by cutting out that one thing, don't you think your comfort and confidence would go up just a little bit if you didn't think that that was how you had to start every story? I'll say it one more time. You may not be an influencer, but you are of influence to your community. So keep that in mind. And maybe it'll help you with your own self-confidence because you won't say those things about yourself. And you'll start to feel better in some ways. I'm not saying it's a cure-all. It's going to fix everything. But I bet you'll notice a difference if you stop. That's it. <laughs> That's my number one piece of advice for starting to gain more confidence. Is if you do that. Give it a shot. Let me know how it goes. And I see you. I love you. And I'm rooting for you always. And I cannot wait to see you next time. And so with that, I will say bye. Oh, hey, you're still here. Well, thank you for listening all the way through the episode. And I would like to ask a little favor of you because I'm trying to get to as many women with ADHD as possible. Please like 
share, subscribe, give a five-star review, and you could even post a screenshot in your stories and tag me so that I can thank you because the more women that this podcast gets to, the more we can help women like us. So thank you so much for sticking around till the end, and I hope you have a great day. I'll see you next time. Bye.